you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch was probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. Available now from Saskatoon Folk Rap Records, Mental Health Day, the new album by Winnipeg rap icons Gruff and Yai. The 8-track record is available now on vinyl, on cassette, and in digital formats from saskatoonfolkrapperecords.bandcamp.com. If you enjoy listening to this show, why not consider supporting it? Go to patreon.com slash to help out the show, and you can be a cool person like our latest patron, Graham. Be like Graham, support the show, get some cool bonus stuff at patreon.com slash One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, one of the things I like about doing this show uh, from home as opposed to traveling to meet people, it, it was very nice that I, for years, would be able to go and actually hang out with bands, you know, in their jam space or in the back of a car or a rooftop or whatever. But um, I feel like I'm, I'm being introduced to more new bands because I'm doing the show more frequently now that I'm at home and, and doing it over Zoom. So obviously it, it's not a good thing to come out of the pandemic, but it's kind of a, you know, because the pandemic sucks, but it, it's sort of like an added... Uh, <laughs> An added positive, I guess, in the situation everyone's dealing with. So, um, the band that I have on the episode today is new to me, and also new, uh, as far as I understand, too, to the, to the local music scene. Um, you have a, an EP that's just come out, and uh, I'm sure you have a lot of things. Uh, we have a lot of things to talk about. But before we get into that, uh, if the four of you want to introduce yourselves and just uh, you know maybe mention what you do in the band, that'll help people put a, a name to the voice. I'm Ian. I play bass and a bit of synth. I'm Marco. I play guitar. I'm Rachel. I sing and I play guitar. I'm Riley. I play drums. And so how long has this actually been around? Because I mean, I feel like I've just started hearing about you relatively recently on social media and stuff, but I I get the feeling that you've been at least working on this for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Just just before (laughs) this, I, uh, I, went back on like Rachel's Instagram and scrolled almost three years back to see like the first time her and I jammed. Yeah. Um, so it's been in the works for quite some time, but I guess like took a, a year to solidify this lineup roughly. Okay. Yeah. It took me about two years to uh, have all my harassing towards Marco uh, to yeah. come to fruition so that he would agree <laughs> to play with me. So. Well, yeah. and, and it's a weird time to put a band together too, right? I mean, the fact that the past two years have been kind of, well, well showless for one thing. I mean, no one's been able to even go to shows or, or let alone play them and mm-hmm. sort of a lot of uncertainty. So what has it been like for the four of you sort of putting this project together um, and, and then having a, an EP ready to release in a time when everything's sort of up in the air? Well, it was kind of crazy because 
when we started this, it was prior, it was like prior to the first lockdown. So we had no idea what was going to happen. And we had shows coming up that we were really excited for. And then lockdown hit and then it all got, you know, yeah. to the side for a while. So it's in a way it's been good for us because it's allowed us to tighten up and work on new material. We were able to record and now we feel more prepared than ever to really do shows. So it, it was kind of bittersweet. Yeah, yeah, that, made, that makes a lot of sense. Were you able to get together a lot during the lockdowns or was that mostly done uh, no. remotely? <laughs> Not really at all. Yeah, I guess there were like a couple multi-month stretches yeah. where we didn't do anything at all. Yeah. But uh, like... When we were allowed to keep it in a bubble, yeah, we did, for sure. Yeah, so when <laughs> when the restrictions permitted it, we, we did it. But um, I guess one blessing in disguise of the, this whole thing is that like, I jumped into home recording, which okay. was something that I always kind of wanted to do, but always put off just because it seemed like the, the learning curve was really intimidating. But um, I, f- I finally did that, which like allowed us to do our demos, um, which ended up preparing us to go to the studio to record our what was eventually our EP. So in a way, I think that sort of accelerated things yeah. uh, in a kind of weird roundabout way. That, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Just getting that extra experience of, of doing it on your own. Do you, um, like how long have these songs been around? Do they, do they feel old to you yet at this point? Because you've had this kind of off, <laughs> off period where you haven't been able to get out and play them and get out and release them. Well, we're already writing new stuff. So the stuff that we're releasing right now to us is old, but it's brand new to everyone else. Right? Sure. So, we hate it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's cool to see the evolution of our sound from when we started to where we're at now. Okay. And real like it's it's it, in a way it's kind of sad because it doesn't really allow us to like truly be super stoked and on it with the present recordings that we have. Like not to, you know, negate any kind of, you know, true love that we have for these recordings. Yeah, yeah. Them and we still love them but you know that feeling when you're starting to write new stuff and you're getting excited about it that's what we're having right now for the new stuff so we're probably gonna hit the recording studio like asap cool. after the yeah, release so sure. <laughs> well one thing that i mean most of you have a background in playing playing pretty heavy stuff right i mean and then this is this is different it has heaviness to it for sure but i mean it's very uh from what i've heard anyway very atmospheric and um kind of uh i mean it, it, it's it's dark and gloomy but not in the kind of pulverizing sort of way that i think that some of you might be known for so what is the where, where does this sound originate with the four of you oh, that's been the biggest question for all of us really <laughs> you know it's it's always kind of funny we'll be at practice and it'll be a new conversation that happens with someone from you know like a different time that week and uh, they'll say oh yeah so and so asked us asked me what our genre is yeah i I really don't know (laughs) i think we just all really enjoy enough diversity in in music like we're not metal purists you know we elitists yeah (laughs) but and it's funny because technically we aren't metal at all it's just it's like it leans a little bit into doom but it's pretty heavy new wave but it's also very singer songwriter 
I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, but I, I definitely give a, like, we should all give a lot of credit to Marco for being the brainchild of this project. So maybe that's a question for you then. What do you consider it? I mean, uh, if, if, it's your, if it's your brainchild, how do you define it? And I know everyone hates defining genres and it sucks, but we're like in this era now where everything is defined down to like the smallest little subgenre because people are putting it on the playlists and, and all that kind of shit. Right. So what do you, I mean, as the, the, the brainchild of this project, do you have a, a way, a Cole's notes kind of way to define what it is you guys do? Um, I guess like, uh, the, the, the genre title we've been going with is doom wave because i think that sort of encapsulates like there's kind of a dichotomy there's like the heavy side the doomy part of us and then there's the wave part the like very 80s inspired yeah punk synthy whatever side chorus so guitar yeah just chorus <laughs> on everything and um i think like when rachel first approached me to start this band uh like the the artists that she named would be like Chelsea Wolf, Emma Ruth Rundle, like something along those lines where it's like metal adjacent, but not necessarily full on metal, uh, but still really atmospheric. And uh, just based on that, that's, that just sort of was the seed that guided the, the writing initially. But like, uh, I think on one of her first jams, I just did something with a pedal that sounded kind of cheesy in the 80s. And then we were both like, oh, like, you like Drab Majesty too? Yeah. And the, so then it was like, it just kind of went in that direction. Um, and we just kind of stuck with it. Cool.
Well, I know that the um, what we just talked about about the the pandemic and the lack of shows and all that. It, it, but do you th- do you think that the sound that you have the, the difficult to define '80s kind of thing with the, the metal adjacent all the all the descriptions we just used is that going to make it easier for you to find shows because it's a little less um, specifically one thing? I mean, do you think that it's you're more versatile in terms of who you can play with? Totally, we, so. we hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of one of those things that I guess it could be a you know a double edged sword. It's like on one hand, it's really good for us, but then on the other hand, it's like where do we put these guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, like our show and our second show coming up. I mean, just look at the mm-hmm. diversity of those two bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our first show is a goth show. Show number two is a punk show. Um, we could easily, I think, fit in with like a a metal show too. Like I. Which I think opens up a lot of doors. Yeah. Because um, it's just like, also I I enjoy shows when there's variety. Like, I love death metal, but sometimes it's cool when it's not just four death metal bands. For sure. One after the other. So um, I don't know. Sprinkle some some of this or some of that, and um, I I think just in general it's cool when there's variety on a bill. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't see an issue with us fitting. And on and pretty pretty much anything. I mean, there there, there may be some limits, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> playing with whoever. Yeah, yeah. Like, Fred Penner, hit us up. Yeah, Fred Penner. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually be awesome. <laughs> be really cool. <laughs> so. Not to dwell too much on the the '80s influence, but I mean that's an era that often gets kind of maligned for having um, very specific sounds. Like there's 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 certain instrumental sounds that uh, people immediately peg as like this is this is '80s, extremely '80s, and it, it either goes one way or the other. People love it or they just automatically tune out. And I think that the chorus so guitar maybe is, is one of those things that kind of has that post punk sort of '80s vibe. Um, what is the appeal of that sort of era and sound f- for you? Mm, I, don't know. I just I just think of all my favorite 80s bands and they typically fall in line with that like I love Tears for Fears mm. I love Depeche Mode the, I, Cure. the Cure you know it all has that kind of vibe but then on the other side of it I also really like some of those weird bands from the 80s like concrete blonde or you know know, just I I I typically found myself leaning in really hard to strong female vocalists but also really into like those really atmospheric new wavy kind of bands too so I think that's kind of where my end of like the writing and the project came from But that's just me. Like everyone here has brought such a, a different dynamic to this project, which I think is why it's so weird. <laughs> 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 it just it just happened to be a happy accident, I guess. Yeah. But... <laughs> One of the words I end up using way too much on the show, but I really like it is nebulous. I think that that maybe suits what, what you guys are doing. It's it's not. Um, I just like saying nebulous a lot. It sounds fun, but <laughs> it's just not. Yeah, it's not not easy to pigeonhole. <laughs> As far as the, uh, I guess the, the the overall sound though. I mean, when you're playing uh, heavier music than like in previous bands and things like that, uh, I guess the the emotional side of things is fairly obvious because of just kind of the power behind everything and the the aggression and all that. What is it like? Uh, and this is maybe uh, maybe as far as vocals, this might be a good question. Is uh, 
how do you express emotion differently in music like this, which is all about kind of um, feel, it seems, rather than just kind of, uh, you know, hitting you over the head um, instrument-wise and, and vocal-wise? I don't know. Like, I just always feel like that voice is such an interesting instrument in the way that it is really hard to recreate it like you could with, like, an instrument, yeah. like, medical instrument. So for me, a lot of it is just emoting. You know, I find a lot of solace in singing. I find a lot of therapy in it. So I think that naturally for me when I'm singing, it's going to be a little bit more on the lines of emotion rather than technique. But I've also been in choir my whole life right. and you know, have had vocal lessons. So, you know, not to take away from you know, the people who have helped, helped me along the way in, in my vocal journey, you know, but like ultimately it's, it's about emotion and emoting cool. that energy. <laughs> but that's, that's just, you know. No, for sure. For sure. What about the rest of you? I mean, is, is playing something like this, which is, you know, again, it's more, it seems very much about like the aesthetic, aesthetic uh, almost, um, is it different than playing something, you know, extremely heavy or faster or more kind of technical? Um, I think for me, like, uh, having played, like, my, my main band was a death metal band mm. for, for years. And so coming into this, it's definitely a change of pace. But I think there's, like, um, there, there's different kinds of heaviness, right? And I think it's also, um, though it may be, like, less heavy and you would kind of make the assumption that, therefore, it is less emotive or whatever... I feel like because you're not like focusing so much on the technical things you're trying to play, you can kind of really get into it yeah. um, and kind of invest yourself emotionally even more than you would if you're trying to, you know, keep up with a 200 BPM blast beat or whatever. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I get um, like satisfaction of it maybe in a different way. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just a different kind of heavy, I guess. Yeah. It's tech in its own aspect for sure yeah yeah all the layers and you know if you're playing a delayed part and you make a mistake that note rings out many sure. times after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you can't hide it i guess right it's not, it's not over in yeah. a, a quarter of a second like like if you're playing something that's extremely fast yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
the, the songs you've recorded, are they, uh, the recorded versions, are they the same as it would be live? Like, are you able to reproduce all of that um, the same way live or do you play it differently? I mean, again, because there's a lot of uh, effects going on and things like delays and stuff like that, is that, um, are you able to re reproduce that on stage or is it a slightly different version? For the most part, yes. I guess the only thing would be the synth. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like vocal harmonies too that aren't there, but it's not really, I don't think it would ever be a situation where someone was like, oh, that was really disappointing because, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can't like split her vocals. And, uh, <laughs> more, <you know? laughs> and I'm working on it though, I'm trying. <laughs> I think we want to be able to like, reproduce that sound in a live setting too like and mm -hmm. not have it super overproduced and yeah. like mm -hmm. layers that we can't reproduce live uh but yeah i guess just the synth i can't play bass and synth at the same time so <laughs> <laughs> is that something you've considered bringing in like having a synth player for a show or do you like it sort of with the, the four of you in the current configuration i'm sure we'll consider it in the future but this is Going up on our second show ever. Of course. So. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think it's out of the picture. Like, it could happen, but. I don't we'll think see. we have enough room on the couch for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe about it. Yeah, we don't have enough keyboard. Well, with the uh, with, I mean, with the uh, with the EP out, and again, like you haven't played very many shows yet. What is the um? Do you have a kind of a gauge on what people's reception is? People who who have heard whether it's a single or whether they've you know by the time they hear this they've seen you live or whatever. Do you have any kind of uh, handle on what people think of this project so far? I think people are kind of surprised. So far, yeah. Like just based on our band history, people are kind of like, "Oh, oh yeah, this yeah. is not what I was expecting." Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Um, they'll say like, "Like, oh, that sounded like a heavy Tears for Fears or whatever," you know. Um, which is kind of like, yeah, we've been trying to figure out like, who do we sound like, and it's like the Cure and Black Sabbath. Like that doesn't make sense, <laughs> you know. So. I think the general consensus that we've come to is if Deftones and Depeche Mode or Drab Majesty have a love child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. That, I mean, that, that, that evokes something for sure. <laughs> Whether people can yeah. figure out what that means, they definitely uh, makes you think like, oh, okay, what does that sound like for sure? My mind is breaking down. Weeds are growing in my crown. And I know this love is
so if people are hearing this, hearing you for the first time on, on this podcast, what's the best way to sort of um, follow what you're doing? Obviously, listening to the EP is is the preferred choice, right? But if they want to, the good thing about this being a podcast is someone could hear it the day it comes out, or they could hear it a year from now. So what's the best way to sort of keep in touch with what you're up to as far as shows, as far as new releases, things like that? I guess like Instagram, Instagram yeah. yeah, like the just I guess Facebook too. Um, we're on all the streaming platforms, so. Um, yeah, kind of the, the usual spots these days, I guess it, it's, that's yeah. usually the case. Is the, uh, <laughs> is your EP just a digital release or are you doing physical copies as well? Uh, we're open to the idea of doing physical copies down the road if there's a demand for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, there's always a demand, but, uh, we just want to kind of gauge what that demand is. Um, so for the time being, we're releasing it digitally. Um, so if you do want to purchase it, that would be through Bandcamp, but, uh, feel free to stream it also. We've, we've heard these songs so often. We just want them out there and we want people to hear them. So yeah. <laughs> you want to get, get onto the next ones, right? Obviously you're, yeah, exactly. you're already working. Yeah, yeah. Has uh, just, just to, not to dwell on that too much, but has the sound changed dramatically with the new stuff you're working on compared to these, uh, I don't want to call them old songs because they're new, but have you kind of, has the band progressed a lot in that time between the two? I would say that they've matured. Okay. Anything like it's still the same vibe, but it's just a little bit more. It's like, yeah, it's matured. It's like we've kind of like found sophisticated. it. <laughs> sophisticated. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> we found the vibe that we want, and the other ones like there's certain songs like uh, on the old one, like Flora and Fauna, that kind of stick out you know weird like it's like oh this doesn't really sound like the rest of the album but that's when we were getting our our feet wet and like the traction of what we wanted to sound like but i think it's really important to this is funny because i <laughs> i'm always like oh let's do other ones you know but i think it's super important to honor those songs because it was a part of your journey right yeah. so yeah we're happy to to release those and have them there but it's definitely gonna be a different sound than some of those particular tracks. I like how you're already, call already calling it the old one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this brand new record is the old one. <laughs> yeah. This pandemic. <laughs> What's, um, what is your sort of uh, short-term plan for once, you know, you're able to get out there and do more shows and, and have the, have the record heard by people. Do you have sort of an idea of what your, what your plan is going forward? Uh, assuming, things don't go you know to shit again with the covid yeah we, shoot, shoot for the stars yeah <laughs> yeah i guess we were kind of talking about it it's like man things seem to be going well right now there's got to be like another lockdown looming or, you know, <laughs> the corner. But, but um yeah like i guess we've been so focused on just releasing the ep we haven't like really have the chance to have a like definitive concrete plan this is what we're doing next we have studio time booked or whatever but um, I personally like the idea of like trying to release uh, music frequently. Um, yeah. So whether that means just like singles or EPs, um, just because it is a lot of work too, and um, stuff to be you know show ready and work on um, stuff for the studio and all that at the same time. So um, I like the idea of just releasing fewer songs more frequently. Um, but who knows, maybe an album is the, the right thing for us next, but uh, I guess we have to figure that out. But yeah. for now, it's just playing shows um, and kind of trying to get out there. 